Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Yeah, this is program number 784. If you'd like to have a copy of it, a free copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Uh, today we're continuing on in the book of Proverbs, and I'm going to be reminding you of a scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 and on. But right now, uh, I'm going to be singing for you with uh, J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Leaning on the Everlasting Arms What a fellowship What a joy divine Leaning on the Everlasting Arms what a blessedness, what a peace is mine Leading on the everlasting arm I'm leading, forever leading That's why I'm safe and secure from all alone I'm leading, I'm always leading Oh yes, I'm leading on the everlasting arm Oh, how sweet you are in this pilgrim way Leaning on the everlasting arm Oh, how bright the path Grows from day to day Leaning on the everlasting arm I'm leaning Forever leaning That's what safe and secure From all along I'm leaning I'm always leaning Oh, yes, I believe on the everlasting arm What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arm I have blessed peace with my Lord so dear Leaning on the everlasting arm I'm leaning, forever leaning That's why I'm safe and secure from all along I'm leaning, I'm always leaning Oh yes, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm I'm leaning, forever leaning That's why I'm safe and secure from all along I'm leaning, I'm always leaning Oh yes, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm Praise the Lord. Father, anoint this message in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen in Jesus' name. Okay, verse 16. This is chapter 3, verse 16 in First Timothy. It says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Now, godliness is a mystery. And the mystery is made known today it is, uh, in fact, God uh, being manifested in the flesh. Uh, God was manifested in the flesh of Jesus, and he's manifested in the body of Jesus. Uh, we are the body of Jesus. The Bible says so. That is the mystery of godliness 
And this is without any controversy. Great is the ministry. This is a great thing. The mystery of godliness. And people, after they hear a message like this, I just brought a message similar to this yesterday, but the Lord told me that you have to repeat it again because people, as great as it is, to them, uh, the Grand Canyon is greater or Niagara Falls. This is some of the natural things that the Lord made in the world. <laughs> but he didn't say that they're uh, great is the mystery of the Grand Canyon, or great is the mystery of Niagara Falls or anything, but great is the mystery of godliness. It's a mystery to people. They say, well, how can I become more godly? You cannot become godly unless God is actually living in you. Uh, Christ, he came into the world. Great is the mystery of godliness. He became in the flesh. God was manifested in the flesh, in human flesh, and he continues doing that. We're the continuation of the flesh that God is living in. We're the continuation of God's incarnation, God living in, manifested in the flesh. God cannot be manifested in this world in any other way than in the flesh because it pleases God that the world would be uh, saved by the foolishness of preaching the gospel. And the gospel is always preached by people who are still alive. They're in the flesh, but they're not. Uh, they're uh, in flesh, but they're not walking after the flesh. So this is the great mystery of godliness. God in the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Justified in the spirit. Okay, so the spirit of God is God. And the spirit of God is life. And the spirit of God is Christ. Christ is the Spirit. He is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He was seen of angels, and so are we. Preached unto the Gentiles. We can't preach Jesus in the way that he must be preached. God wants him preached unless he's in us doing the preaching. Believed on in the world received up into glory well we then are uh, received up in glory also if we're walking after the spirit and the reason for that is we're sitting in heavenly places with him if he's living in us and we're living in him then we're in glory with him there's no possible way that a human being can enter into the kingdom of heaven unless the mystery of godliness uh, is in us. We must know the mystery of godliness in order for us to be godly. Uh, God was manifested in the flesh. And God is never manifested in any other way than in flesh. God manifests himself in human flesh. And so if you believe otherwise, you're a heretic. You need to repent and get into the flesh. 
He said, but the flesh is weak. That's right. That's why God has to live in you and be manifesting himself, the mystery of godliness, in you. And we're justified by walking in the Spirit because the Spirit, the only way that Christ can live in is through, is through his Spirit, through God's Spirit. And in the spiritual realm, angels uh, see us. Preached unto the Gentiles. God preaches unto the Gentiles through us. And believed on. Uh, people believe on us in this world. We're not going to some other world to preach the gospel. We're preaching it here. in uh, So that we can be received up into glory. Now that right there is a meal, a spiritual meal in itself. Amen, amen. I heard somebody say amen. All right, now, uh, we're, we're back into Proverbs, the 10th chapter. This is a 12th verse. Hatred stirreth up strife. So, in other words, not allowing the Lord to manifest the mystery of himself in you is hatred because love is the keeping of God's commandments and if you don't love God and you don't love doing his work well then there's hatred in you because you're uh, hating humanity by not doing what he says um we must serve the Lord as uh, he served us. Uh, so he didn't serve us the way uh, that we figure that he served people. We have to read the word in order to be able to see how he served humanity. Well, we have to feed people, keep feeding them, feeding them. Every day. Well, there's time, some times when he... Uh, Preach the gospel for three days without feeding people. So you're on the wrong track. You have to walk in the spirit. Now, uh, hatred, which is not preaching any gospel at all, or keeping any of God's commandments, you could keep some of the commandments because some people uh, never had sex before. But then on the other hand, uh, they should have maybe got married, and if they didn't do it when the Lord wants you to be married... Well, then what you're doing is uh, not helping the uh, appropriate human beings on this earth for God to live in. But hatred stirs up strifes. You're going to receive strifes from the Lord. But love, keeping God's commandments, covers all sins. Well, you say... You might say that I thought only the blood covers all sins. Well, yes, you have to, but you uh, you can't um, love without being covered in the blood of Jesus. And but that isn't it. That takes away your sins. But you have to. But the Bible says, letting God live His life in and through us. is what manifests God in the world, in the flesh, in our flesh. 
love, the keeping of God's commandments, live, he, in other words, him living in our flesh, covers all sins. Because you couldn't be a sinner while God is keeping his commandments or loving in you. Verse 13, in the lips of him that has understanding, wisdom is found. The fear of the Lord is found. Wisdom is the fear of the Lord, not reverence. Of course, you reverence God, but fear is something different. The Lord preaches and uh, the disciples preach that uh, knowing the terror of the Lord, uh, we fear him so much that we do what he says. And God says, they will not serve me unless they fear me. So fear is a lot different than uh, reverence. Revering the Lord means that you remember the messages uh, every, you know, 15 minutes after the message, hour after the message, hours after the message, and days after the message. This is where people fall short. They think it's like movies. You put it on and you forget about it. That isn't the way the Word of God is. In the lips of him that has understanding... Somebody that understands that you must be vigilant and diligent all the time. That you must love or keep God's commandments all the time. That you must fear God or have wisdom all the time. So in the lips of him that has understanding. In other words, you understand that uh, uh, you've got to have wisdom is found there. The fear of God. Why? Well, because it's the whole duty of man not to depart from the fear of God every hour on the hour in the day or after the message one hour, two hours afterwards, you depart from the fear of God. But the fear of God is in you on a continuous basis. In the lips of him that has understanding, wisdom, the fear of God is found because that's the whole duty of human beings is to fear God and keep his commandments that is to love but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding if you're void of understanding you don't have wisdom your lips your words are not full of wisdom there's no wisdom there. There's no wisdom is not found in the lips of those that don't have that have no understanding. In the lips of him that only that has understanding, the fear of God is found. If you understand, that means that you don't forget the message, but that you understand that you must bind the knowledge of God, the wisdom, the understanding, and the knowledge, the fear of God to remember that our whole duty is to fear God and keep his commandments. And the only way that we can do that is get our minds off from uh, being filled with the world uh, or the things of this world and to keep our minds solidly on the Lord so that wisdom can be found in our lips. That's how I'm able to do interviews with anyone, Greg Zemanski or any other person. I was supposed to do a message with him today, 
and interview, but for some reason we couldn't contact him at all. But I was ready. I was here waiting at 7 o'clock this morning because I know that I have to do what the Lord, when he opens the door, I have to wait there. Well, the Lord um, or the devil got a hold of uh, something and caused Greg not to be able to be on the air today. But in the lips of him that uh, has understanding, in other words, a person that know, has understanding knows that we must take up the cross on a daily basis. We can't let the cross down. And if we let the cross down and we start lying, or somebody asks you to get something and you just forget about it, or they ask you to do an interview and you just forget about it, well, you have to have the understanding that we're to take up the cross daily. I mean, we have to deny ourselves daily. It's what the Bible says. That's what the Word of God is. The Bible is the Word of God. And God's Word is most important. There isn't anything else more important. And so we need to turn our eyes away from the world and look upward into the heavens, into the Word of God, so that we can have the understanding. If we lose understanding, in other words, I understand that I have to be instant in season and out of season. I have to be ready to preach the gospel. Even if I'm tired, I want to go to bed. There were some people from Puerto Rico that came here. Uh, they were relatives of one of the people in the church. And one of them got uh, an appendicitis attack when she was here. And so uh, I was so tired and I wanted to go to bed, but the Lord told me to go to the hospital. Well, I figured I'm so tired, I felt like I was, uh, you know, not going to be able to make it. But I know if the Lord tells me to do something, I have this understanding. No matter how tired I am, I have uh, the uh, wisdom of God, the fear of the Lord. This is understanding. Oh, you want to understand a parable. Well, you have no understanding of a parable if you just want to learn it so that you can rehearse it and memorize it, but never do it. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. Well, we have to realize that wisdom is the fear of the Lord. We have to understand that. If you don't understand that, well, then you're in trouble. But a uh, rod uh, is for the back of him that is void of understanding. A person that's void of understanding doesn't know what God wants. They don't understand the, the fear of God. They don't understand that they have to take up the cross daily and follow the Lord. This is so mysterious to them. It's just utterly mysterious to them. They have no understanding. But a great is the mystery of God. It's so great. Uh, and why is it so great? Well, uh, we have to just keep reading. Uh, 
the Word of God to know what it is? And what is it? Uh, chapter 3, verse 16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Do you think that a person that doesn't have any understanding or any wisdom, that they understand what the mystery of godliness is? No, they don't know that at all. Without controversy, great. When God says great, this means from earth clear to heaven, that's how great it is. That people of this earth don't understand the mystery of godliness. But God is shown in this world in the flesh. In first in Jesus and then in those of us that fear God. God was manifested in the flesh. This is talked about the end time. God was manifested in the flesh. He was, and he's uh, constantly doing that in human flesh, justified in the spirit. All of those that are the body of Christ are the scene of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the earth world because the spirit of God in us, because we understand God, we have the wisdom, we have the fear of God, was and we then become, we are received up into glory. Now, if you don't keep that knowledge that I just gave you from the word of God, there's no possible way that you're going to be saved, that you're going to heaven. And that's really sad. So, in the lips of him that has understanding, that understands these things and keeps them, you just can't understand it during this message and then forget it because then you become a forgetful hearer of the word. And if you forget, then you don't have any understanding any longer and you don't have any wisdom. So in the lips of him that has understanding, that on a continuous basis remembers the great mystery of God, that he is in the flesh, and the only way that he operates is in human flesh. When you realize that on a continuous basis, then wisdom is found in you. But a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Uh, you should be beaten with the rod every day if you don't remember those things. Why? Because this is what this word of God is saying. Verse 14, wise men lay up knowledge. Uh, wise men, they start laying it up. They remember it. They, they, they keep it. They don't forget it after the message. They don't think that it's a one-time shot. Oh, yeah, we know that. But then they're void of understanding and knowledge. But the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Verse 15, the rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. Are you impoverished? If you're part of the kingdom of God, then you are a living, you're very wealthy. You have a strong city. 
but the destruction of those that don't ever keep knowledge or understanding, they are put out of the church and they are put out of the commonwealth of God. Now the commonwealth is, is that everyone is commonly wealthy in the uh, community of the saved, of the blessed, or the blessed. So, but if you're not in the body of Christ, you're poor. The destruction of the poor, what is it? They're, they have no uh, commonwealth. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. First of all, they don't keep God as their riches. They uh, forget knowledge. They forget understanding. They think it's a message. Okay, we heard it. it's like a movie. We can forget about it now. But that isn't what the Bible says. We have to retain knowledge. We have to store it up and lay it up. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. Well, in other words, the commonwealth of the rich man. The rich man is not... Uh, his wealth is not how many millions of billions of dollars he has. That isn't the world's richest man. The richest man, wise men, lay up knowledge. They don't forget it. They take a message like I'm giving you now, and they store it up, and they remember it every day when they wake up. They remember it. When they go to bed at night, they remember. They remember it all through the day. That's a wise man, one that fears God. What is a wise man? The man that fears God lays up knowledge. But the mouth of the foolish, who doesn't lay up knowledge, they just say, oh, it's like a movie or something. And we saw, yeah, we know that. We heard that before. I think I remember. It's near destruction. So the rich man's wealth is his strong city, the commonwealth of the kingdom of God. And God gets his community together down here. And the unsaved people say it's a commune. Uh, well, we have community living, many of us, but we live in houses all over town. But we gather together to ask the Lord's blessings. And he hastens and chastens to show himself. And when he shows himself to us, we're to lay it up. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. So what is talking about the strong city, in other words, the community, is the rich man's wealth. Destruction of the poor is their poverty. They don't, they don't have the commonwealth of the Lord. And they're so uh, devoid of wisdom and understanding that they don't know that. Verse 16, the laborer of the righteous tendeth to life. Because they labor in the Lord. In other words, the Lord is laboring in them. And they labor to remember that we uh, are just uh, the uh, most important thing in the world. We have the knowledge of God. The most important thing in the world is something else. Uh, without controversy, 
Great is the mystery of godliness. We have the mystery of godliness. We can't be godly unless God is living in the flesh, in our flesh. We can't be godly. This is the mystery of godliness. And it's great. It's so great that people keep forgetting it every day. God was manifested in the flesh. And this is talking about the end time. He was, uh, after everything is over and we're ascended into heaven, uh, we live godly by remembering that we had to be the manifestation of God living in the flesh. Now, the labor of the righteous tendeth to life. They remember the mystery of God. Isn't that so easy to do is to remember the mystery of God, that God manifests himself in human flesh? It pleases the Lord that the world would be saved by the foolishness of preaching the gospel in people preaching that is him preaching in and through them. The human flesh is the one that brings the word of God to you. I am human flesh, and the labor of the righteous tends to the life of you, other living creatures. You have temporal life, but you don't have eternal life. The fruit of the wicked uh, to sin, to not preach, to not let God live in them and through them. So a lot of people think they're righteous because they're reading the Bible every day, but they don't understand that the uh, mystery of righteousness is that they allow God to win, bring about the kingdom of heaven here on earth, bring it down to earth, thy a kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He wants to bring heaven down to earth. And the way that that happens is through Christ, uh, the mystery of uh, God, the mystery of righteousness is God living in human flesh. You can't forget that. You have to remember that on a daily basis because you're laying up knowledge when you do that. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction but if you forget the instruction 15 minutes to an hour after the message then you don't have the way of life Jesus said I am the way and his instruction he is instruction wisdom knowledge and understanding instruction he is that uh, under instructions but he that refuses Reproof. I mean, I don't want to hear it. I know it. I've heard it already, this kind of thing. You sin or err greatly. You don't receive the reproof of the word of God because the reproof of the word of God is the way of life. Now, verse 18, he that hideth hatred with lying lips and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. Well, there were some uh, men that claimed to be Christians that were living in my church. Now, every church has this. 
and they were supposed to, uh, you know, we were, it seemed like we were just faint with the fact that there was, it was hot in our house and office. And so we, I sent people, brothers, I thought, into the attic to lay out some more insulation. But instead, they went up into the, uh, there and smashed, uh, the air conditioning ducting down to where no air could go through it. And they left the rolls of, uh, insulation in the roof. Well, I called our air conditioning because they said, we're done everything, sir. We did everything that they, we could to get that place uh, insulated. So I called. Mr. Bowie in uh, Texture Canada to come over and look at it. He went up there and he said, whoever said that they fixed that place for you, it hates you more than anybody I've ever seen hated in my life. He is the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuses reprove uh, erreth. He that hideth hatred now here's where that hatred is. They may have hid it, but uh, Mr. Bowie found it. With lying lips. They said, we did it, sir. And when Mr. Bowie laid out all the insulation properly, and uh, he uh, added to the air conditioning in the house, it was very cool there, and it's still cool to this day. And the Lord told me, look, we're going to put up a steel building where we're putting up a gymnasium for the brothers and sisters and also a place where we make our audio tapes and to send out to everybody in the world with all the equipment in there. And the Lord told me, don't let one of them boys, not one of them, even lay one finger to that building. That way it was put up very quickly and um, it's beautiful, and it's air-conditioned and heated just perfectly. So he that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that trust, uh, uttereth a slander is a fool. These kind of people are the ones that I have to put out of the church, and then they uh, utter slander against me for doing that. They don't tell what they've done. To be put out of the church. I can't have people in my ministry that hate me. When I've done everything on earth. One of them I gave the biggest house. The best house in the whole church to them. And their children. So I put them out into a very small place. Uh, because they did the same thing. This is over 10 years later. They did the same thing to us. Uh, where we're staying at right now. And we went up there, and there was a hornet's nest. They said, everything's beautiful up there now. Uh, the insulation had rats and mice nests in it and everything. But we had to get a couple of diligent brothers down here, and they went up there and got rid of all the mice, the rats, and the bees. And so I put them out of their houses because they haven't changed at all in all these years. Verse 19, in the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. 
There's just so much sin there. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. The Lord, if you're talking about the Lord's um, words, when he is laying it upon you, when you are anointed by him, this is not a multitude of words. These are words that you must keep. Okay, you may say, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. But first of all, I do not like talking. People around me know that. But I'm talking because the Lord is um, anointing me to talk. Or in other words, forcing me to talk. In the multitude of words, there is no want of sin. But he that refraineth his lips... The Lord doesn't want us to use our lips. He he uh, uh, he wants him to use our lips so that we would be wise. In other words, fear the Lord. Verse 20. The tongue of the just is, uh, is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. It's not only of little worth, but it's... Uh, it destroys. It's not worth anything at all. Verse 21. The lips of the righteous feed many. That means you're supposed, these words are supposed, are your spiritual food. If you fear God, they are your spiritual food. But fools die for want of wisdom. They die because they have, they, um, don't want wisdom, they don't have it. But they die because they don't have the fear of the Lord. Verse 22. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he addeth no sorrow with it. Um, well, the blessing of the Lord... What is the blessing of the Lord? When you understand uh, one thing, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. If you begin understanding what godliness is, is that God is uh, your flesh, your house is God's house. God was manifested in the flesh. In other words, you understand the knowledge of righteousness great is the mystery of god's righteousness it's god living in you in the flesh okay so if you understand that once and for all you lay that up because that's how you're saved is god living in you okay that's the mystery of god if you allow christ to live in you with his Father by the Spirit, you're saved. But if you become bored with Christ living in you and doing his work in you, then you've lost your first love. And then there's no longer any wisdom in you. And you become a fool. Fools die for want of wisdom, the fear of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, it makes a person rich because then you own everything that God owns. 
and he adds no sorrow with his riches. Verse 23, it is as sport to a fool to do mischief. Uh, a fool that doesn't retain the knowledge of God, the mystery of God, the mystery of uh, holiness, godliness, is a fool. It's the sport of a fool to do mischief. But a man of understanding has the fear of God. In other words, wisdom. Verse 24. The fear of the wicked. It shall definitely come upon him. But the desire of the righteous shall be granted. There's so many things that God has granted me. Uh, so many talents. I can't believe them all. I have a prison ministry, a street ministry, a church ministry, a mission ministry, a music ministry. I've got so many ministries. And some people, instead of doing well so they could be blessed as well, they become jealous and they begin fighting me. But, you know, great is the mystery of uh, God. And great is the mystery of godliness. How could you be godly if you forget that God manifests himself in the flesh, in human beings. But the Bible says that all flesh have been deceived on earth by the Antichrist. The entire world is deceived. Well, you say you're in the world. Yes, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. So the fear of wicked people that don't have God, they don't have God to protect them. This, uh, they don't have the uh, fullness of the Spirit. They don't have the fullness of God. They don't have his um, protection. No. So the fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him. But the desire of the righteous, those that fear God, shall be granted. Verse 25. As the whirlwind passes, so is the, do the wicked. So uh, uh, is the wicked no more. But the righteous is an everlasting foundation. Well, that's what I'm preaching is that you must uh, have the everlasting foundation. You have to remember that God deals through human flesh. It pleases God that the world is saved by the foolishness of preaching the gospel. And you can't preach the gospel unless you remember the fundamental things that God uses human flesh. Well, this is a, such a mystery of righteousness. Verse 26, as vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to them that send him. I mean, 
you can send certain people down for something and they want to bring you back something else. This is the sluggard. Verse 27, the fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. So the Lord promises longer life. When you fear God, remember that he must live in human flesh in order to get his work done. And that's why there's so little work of God being done on this earth, because so few people have God living in them and working in and through them. But the years of the wicked shall be shortened. I've seen people in this church that were wicked and they didn't receive it and they died. They're gone a long time now. Verse 28, the hope of the righteous shall be gladness. But the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Oh, we expect money. We prayed, Lord, that money would come. But you're not allowing God to live in your flesh. You're not letting him live in your flesh. You're just praying and asking for something that you don't deserve you don't realize the mystery of godliness. You have to be godly in order for God to answer your prayers to, uh, so that you can expect something. But God is manifested in the flesh, and if you don't let him, well, then you're not letting him do his job. But you just pray to him for to supply your every need. So the wicked shall perish. The expectation of the wicked shall perish. You're wicked. You think that praying without allowing God to live in you is going to do some good. Forget it. Now receive what I'm saying. Go to 1 Timothy 3, 16 and begin believing that and retain that and remember it and write it down on paper and uh, paste it to your forehead if you have to. But remember that so that you can start doing something for God so that God can start doing something for you when you pray. Verse 29, the way of the Lord is strength. In other words, the way of the Lord is that you manifest righteousness by him living in your flesh. That's the way of the Lord. And if you let him live in you, then you have strength. If you don't, if you forget this message a few minutes or an hour, a few hours after I preached this to you, then you uh, don't have any strength. So the way of the Lord is strength to the upright, to those that do things the way the Lord says, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. All day long, all week long, you're doing evil, and then you pray to God, oh God, we need money, we can't pay the rent. We have things that we need. Well, Pat Robertson and others said, send money to me and God will start blessing you. That isn't why God starts blessing you. You start remembering just that little scripture that you send money to those that are feeding you a little bit. And uh, Pat is no preacher, but he does put people on now and then that have something to say. And if you believe them, 
and you believe in supporting such a work as that, well, you send money to it so that it can continue here feeding your soul with these different uh, testimonials that he has on there, but none of them have the fullness of the scripture as we do, and so send money to us and you'll even be blessed more. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. What is the way of the Lord? That he lives in you, that he is uh, his word, uh, the, you have the mystery of um, godliness, how to be godly. God was manifested in the flesh. God wants to manifest himself in your flesh, and if you're not letting him do, you're not saved. You must be born again of the Spirit. So if you let him manifest himself in your flesh, then you have strength because you're then upright. But destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. That just And you're asking God for stuff and you can't understand why he doesn't give it to you, so you think he's a liar and you're the truth. No, you don't read his word to see what you're doing wrong. And you are wrong. Verse 30, the righteous shall never be removed. They'll never remove themselves from the Lord. But the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. And it's for sure, if you don't inhabit the earth, you're not going to inhabit the kingdom of heaven either. Okay, it's time for some letters. Where's the first one from, please? From Vandalia, Missouri. Okay, let's hear it. Dear Pastor Lamo, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior. I just received your newsletter, and I must say that it was truly a blessing to me. This is my very first one that I have read. Dry bones. Oh, my God, I really believe that you were speaking right to me. As I sit here, I feel the peace from heaven. I am requesting from you that you put me on your mailing list as well. If you can, will you send me a Bible study? I heard that you were incarcerated before. Do you have a reading on that as well? Well, I was incarcerated on false charges. Uh, of course, the Internal Revenue Service, uh, first of all, we were 501c3 tax-exempt organization. And uh, then they... Uh, uh, they didn't like the fact that I exposed uh, the old man Bush, that he had uh, several Nazi war criminals as his advisors. Can you imagine that? The president of the United States, who you have so much faith in, and they're all the same way. Okay, so go ahead. Thank you so much for sharing God's word with me. Now I will pass it on to my cellmate. Yours faithfully, Dionchi Coates from Vandalia, Missouri. Okay, anything else? Yes, from Monterey Park, California. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, may the Lord continue to bless you and the brothers and sisters at the Alamo Ministries. Your newsletters are prophetic messages indeed from the Lord, warnings like earthquake and many others. Enclosed, I put a money order and I thank God for your ministry. Continue to fight the good fight of faith, and please pray for me and my family, your brother in Christ, Oscar, from Monterey Park, California. God bless you, Oscar. Um, sure, we'll send you plenty of literature, whatever you need, and anybody else as well. All right, right now is the time to pray and become a Christian, to allow God, uh, the mystery of God. It's such a mystery 
Amen. It just seems that hardly anybody knows this. But uh, it's the mystery of God. The mystery of God without controversy is the mystery of godliness. How do we serve God? What is it that we have to do to be God, have, be God, have godliness? Just let God manifest himself in your flesh. Die out, the Lord says for you to uh, take up the cross, deny yourself, take up the cross, don't be roller skating, ice cream, bo- boxing, football, baseball, basketball, but get uh, the mystery of God in you. The mystery of God, of godliness, is to uh, realize that God is only manifested to the people of this world when he's living in your flesh. So this is the way you do it. You say to the Lord these things. Say to him, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that God, you, Father God, raised Jesus uh, after he died on the cross and shed his precious blood, that you, Father God, raised him from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and share and tell our listening audience that how to receive a copy of this program, number 784. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479 782 7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right. Now make sure this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Make sure you tune in again tomorrow for another powerful message of the kingdom of heaven and righteousness of God is him living in you. And here I am right now to sing for you Swing Down Sweet Chariot with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet. You swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. Swing down, chariot, stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. How many years you are? I got a home on the other side. Don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. Swing down, chariot, stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. How many years you are? I got a home on the other side. Well, 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 Ezekiel went down in the middle of the field. He saw an angel working on a chariot wheel. Wasn't so particular about the chariot wheel. Just wanted to see how a chariot feels. Now don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. Swing down, chariot, stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. 
Walking on the road Just wanted to lay down his heavy load Why don't you swing down to chariot stop And let me ride Swing down chariot stop And let me ride Rock me long, rock me long I'm an easy well I got a home on the other side Well I got a father in the promised land Ain't gonna stop until I shake his hand Rock me Lord, rock me Lord Bob and easy well I got a home on the other side Why don't you swing down chariot stopping Let me ride Swing down chariot stopping Let me ride Rock me Lord, rock me Lord Bob and easy well I got a home on the other side Why don't you swing down sweet chariot stopping Let me ride 